Hello everyone and welcome to episode 5 of season 2 of the Therapist Run podcast. Thank you so very much for being here. I hope you are having a lovely day so far, whether it is the morning, the afternoon, or the evening. Welcome back. I'm so happy to have you here. I hope you've had a good couple weeks since you've been away. Um, I've got to say, <laughs> I can barely remember what happened two weeks ago. Um, this week has just been a little bit traumatizing using that term very lightly, um, just really stressed with school and a lot of life stuff going on. I have my brother's wedding coming up, like, ridiculously soon, um, and I'm, like, very much on day two right now, which is incredibly painful, (laughs) um, and she also decided to come, like, 11 or, like, 10 days late, which was a little bit odd, but, I mean, here we are, (laughs) so, Hopefully you've had a better week than I have. I'm going to try not to get into it and complain too much. Today, we are going to be talking about what's commonly dubbed as the thief of joy, which is comparison. It's important to note that social comparison can be positive. So there are two different types of comparison, and they're pretty straightforward. So we have upwards comparison, where you you are comparing with someone who is more experienced, more higher up than you in the context of what you are comparing. Um, And then there is downward comparison where you are comparing yourself to someone lesser than you in the context of what you are comparing. So typically, downwards comparison can have a somewhat positive effect um, on you. So for example, you could be a star athlete at like 17 years old um, I'm going to use swimming as an example. So you have this incredibly fast time for like 100 free and you're comparing yourself to someone who's 25 who has a slower time than you. Um, that is a comparison and that could probably make you feel a little good about yourself because you're like, hey, man, I'm so young and I'm so speedy. So that's kind of the vibe there. Upward comparison is a little bit different. And today I'm going to be discussing almost entirely about upward comparison, um, and comparison that leaves negative effects. Of course, downward comparison can also have some negative effects, absolutely. Comparison is kind of just like that. But for the sake of today's episode, I'm going to be talking about comparison with negative effects because that's really what ends up getting to us. So let's start with some context. Um, Comparison is something we all know we shouldn't do, realistically. We know that comparing ourselves to others makes us feel bad about ourselves a lot of the time, but it's something we still do, and why is that? We compare ourselves to others because it's a human thing, right? Like, I mean, you think back in time, and to survive and to succeed, you kind of had to see what other people were doing and kind of adapt that and adopt that into your own I guess, skill set, if you know what I'm saying. And we're looking way back. And of course, we're not really that different. We kind of still carry these mannerisms that we've always had as human beings. So unfortunately, this is one of them. We know we shouldn't do it, but we still do it because that's just how we are. As for a more applied idea of comparison, I've got to say that I've struggled with comparison my whole life. And I absolutely continue to struggle with comparison, but I feel like I understand it so much better than I did 
even a couple years ago, and I feel like I am sitting in a good place to talk about it because I have felt some pretty low lows in terms of comparison, and while I still don't feel like I'm perfect, I honestly never will because, again, it's the comparison is kind of just like that, and we kind of can't stop doing it. So, for more context, I am a child of immigrant parents, and we are a visible minority because of our tan skin. So, a lot of my comparison was cultural because at home was a very different culture than it was at school, and that can affect a lot of different aspects of my life. So, in elementary school, I'm talking like ever since the beginning, like grade grade one, I mean kindergarten upwards, even though I do live in Canada, having like a darker skin tone and not being white still feels a little bit, like it, it's definitely sets me apart. Like I knew growing up that I was different, obviously, and that's not to say there were no other kids of color like in my classes and stuff, but we, we all knew we were different. Now, this is not entirely related. This is not, this is not a negative comparison per se at this point. I can make an entirely different episode about being the child of immigrant parents or being, you know, a person of color. Like, that's just, that's a whole other can of worms. Um, but, like, that's kind of, it was, it was a very quick introduction to, like, hey, I'm a little different than the people around me. And that is a comparison. Moving on to middle school, I started to compare my hair to other people's. And I'm just not talking about like the hair on the top of my head. I mean like the hair on my arms, the hair on my legs, because I am Filipino, which means we have got like, we're basically like a nice little mix of like Mexicans and Chinese people, which is kind of the joke. Um, but we have tons of hair is basically what I'm trying to say. My hair is so unbelievably thick and coarse. Um, and can get really long, and I remember being in middle school, and I believe I started dermaplaning in, like, grades, honestly, grade six, um, and, I mean, I guess I was a swimmer, too, so it made sense that I shaved often, but I remember, like, shaving my arms, too, at that point, which, again, made sense with my sport, but also had, like, another purpose. It's because I was honestly self-conscious of it. Um, because I saw all these other kids at my school with, like, the most beautiful hair. Like, you know those people <laughs> who have, like, silky smooth hair and they don't have to do anything to it? It just looks good all the time. I was like, man, I, I wish that was me. Because I was out here curling my hair every single morning before, like, my early morning, like, band practice and such. And, like, shaving every bit of my body. It was crazy. It was a lot. Um, definitely made me feel a little uncomfy, but again, more unhealthy comparison that I wish didn't happen, but alas. Secondly, <laughs> it's pretty interesting. This absolutely has to do with the fact that I grew up in a household that was like kind of a different culture than outside, but knowledge about my own province is and, and was very limited growing up. And let's think about that, right? So I'm surrounded by all these kids, <laughs> um, some of which grew up on places like around the province that have just moved to the city that I live in. 
um, or they were born somewhere else in Canada and came to the province and such, or they were born there and they've traveled across the province because guess what? They've been living here their entire life. It would make sense that they have like a grasp of like the different places. Now, I have also been living here my entire life, but my parents and my brother have not. So we like, they didn't really know the good spots, right? The quote unquote good spots, like the, the hidden gems, right? So super random, but I remember like kids talking about like all these different places they've been or like even having like a good grasp, like the geography of the province. And I remember feeling so stupid and being like, I can't believe I don't know these things. Like I was born here. Surely I should know more about like my province, but then, you know, I'll, I'll talk later about how I kind of overcame all of these like comparisons and kind of just like broadened my the, the the way I saw it realistically, but that was that was a, definitely an interesting one that I still feel sometimes. It's just feeling disconnected from the culture that I was born into. As for high school, I think I had a, a much better grasp of how social comparison really could be destructive, and I did it a lot less. Even if I did do it, I kind of was able to backtrack and be like, okay, stop. Let's not, ooh, what's the word? Let's not ruminate over this and such. Um, one just funny thing that I'm going to throw in here is musical theater roles. Now, I'm super, I mean, shocked and pleased with the role that I got this year. I was a supporting lead and it was a pretty big role. But I remember my brother being like, man, do you think if you were white, you would have gotten lead? Um, because, I mean, the character is traditionally white. The girl that got it at my school was white. And I'm like, um, I definitely don't think so. But that's really funny you say that. Because did I consider that at one point? Sure I did. How could I not, right? There was absolutely, like, a few minutes in my life at that point where I was like, man, if I wasn't like a five foot three brown girl, would it be possible to have like a different role? Again, couldn't be happier with the way it turned out, but just definitely an interesting thought. Um, so moving away from all of these like culture related comparisons that I've made, um, my body. So let's stick a bookmark in here real quick. I just wanted to add a side note body image. This is something I've been wanting to make an episode for for a while. Um, it's something that's been requested, and I feel like because it's been requested, it's really important for me to say, I, I do not feel like I'm in a place where I can confidently talk about body image struggles and how I can cope with them and how I deal with them, because this is going to be really vulnerable for me to admit, but I am having some not great body image um, struggles right now that are as bad as I think they've ever been. So it might take a while until we get that body image slash disordered eating tight episode because Juliana's not ready for that quite yet. Anyway, open the book, take out the bookmark. I vividly remember one memory from way back in elementary school. Super random, but I will never forget it. My mom was driving me and one of my friends home for a play date. Um, and it was hot. We were both wearing shorts. And I remember looking down and just noticing that my thighs were so much larger than hers and being so 
like mildly uncomfortable for the first time in my life and mind you I was literally like how old was I at this point eight I was like eight I was like seven or eight and I was seriously like mildly uncomfortable I was like why am I so much larger than she is because at this point I have not grasped the fact that other people's bodies can just naturally be different right I feel like when you're younger you kind of think everyone's bodies just function the exact same you eat the same stuff then you'll end up looking the same but it could not be further from the truth and another example not very specific in terms of timeline but back then I used to be really uncomfortable and like sometimes I still feel a little uncomfy about like having really muscular shoulders and arms um slash legs (laughs) because I started swimming at a very young age and it was something I did competitively for a while so of course that's a lot of training and I've kind of just built that like physique even though I'm not swimming anymore I do work out but you know I feel like being a swimmer for that long did kind of already shape me (laughs) in that way like it does help that like now it's trendy to go to the gym and look absolutely swole, um, I suppose, but even wearing, like, some tops now, I'm like, ooh, wow, I don't know, I don't know if I love that very much, and yeah, I I definitely found myself comparing, comparing myself to, you know, those other people with, like, more, like, feminine-looking features in terms of, like, shoulders and arms, and I'm like, damn, I, I wish I had that, but... I will be getting to all the ways that I've kind of switched my perspective in terms of comparison Um, because I promise you once the switch is flicked like you'll be you'll be set. So lastly um, in terms of my struggles with comparison in the past they all kind of fall under the same umbrella. So like firstly my intelligence um, I've always had to work for it. I was never okay I believe I was naturally smart up until like grades grade nine um because at grade nine I I really did have to work for my stuff um I could get away with like half paying attention um up until high school realistically um and I've definitely looked at other people who can kind of just cruise through they're not paying attention they're not paying they're not taking notes or anything and they're just perfectly fine and I definitely did envy that for a long time sometimes I still find myself doing that but I found ways to kind of switch my perspective secondly I mean musical ability speaks for itself same vibe I've always had to work for it um athletic ability again same deal like life isn't always fair in the sense because there are going to be people that are just naturally good at certain things right? They're, they just, like, try one thing one day, and they're just, they just find out they're incredible at it, and typically, those people will stick to that thing that they're really good at. So, I mean, I've already dropped it. There's one way to look at it when you were comparing, um, but in that same vein, life will always balance itself out. So, if one person is unbelievably talented at this one thing chances are you are also unbelievably talented in this other thing and you just might not know it or you do and you're choosing not to consider that anyway so those are basically all of the comparisons I've made throughout I mean my school years um 
And here are the ways that I've kind of switched it up. The ways that I've kind of decided to look at it from now on to prevent myself from feeling like garbage. Um, Because again, comparison is the thief of joy and it is hard to to feel happy and satisfied with yourself when there are constantly so many people you can compare yourself to. Um, So things I've considered since then, in terms of being Filipino in a pretty dominantly white area, again, I realize I live in Canada, it's an immigrant country, but still, right? My ethnicity tells a story, right? When I look at other people with distinctive features, and and you can kind of just tell, you know, that they're not just fully white. Um, other people of color, those people carry around so much history, and and like their families are so diverse and different, and that is so interesting and so beautiful to me. I mean, even in terms of my hair, when I was talking about in middle school, like hair thinning is something I will likely never have to worry about. Like, I go to my hairdresser and she's like, oh my gosh, people would actually kill for your hair because I just have so much of it on my head, right? So there's something to be, like, grateful for. Something to think about. There are other people comparing their hair to mine. In terms of feeling like I don't know lots about, like, where I live and my province, I rather am knowledgeable about other things. That's just simply how it is. I mean, including other places, I've experienced firsthand. There are people here that have never experienced Asia. For example, they don't know what the culture is like there. They don't know, you know, as much as I might, right? Just an interesting thing to think about. Um, next is, you know, simply that I I like being unique. <laughs> I like that I kind of carry, you know, a story with my skin tone and with the way I look. And also, I have never gotten sunburn once in my life. Um, If that's not an absolute win, I honestly cannot tell you what is because it sounds terrible and I feel for you guys. (laughs) Moving on to, I mean, my body and, and such. I mean, I kind of already touched on it earlier, but we are all so different. Like, I could eat the same food as you, and we would not have the same looking bodies. Again, going back to the swimming thing, like, I started swimming at such a young age. Um, Consider genetics, right? Like, my calf genetics? Oh my gosh. (laughs) You don't know what's going on in other people's lives. You don't know what other people's genetics look like, right? So, more things to consider. In terms of my intelligence, musical ability, athletic ability all stuff like that, all the stuff that I've, I felt like I've really had to work for, I have gained so many skills, I've learned so many lessons, and I've formed so many habits that I now have available in my toolkit that have formed through all of this hard work, right? So something I really want to emphasize and something I really want to preach in this episode is that it's important to realize that the world and society will almost always praise results and rarely the work ethic or the climb, the journey it took to get there realistically. So what's a good example? Um, Okay, I'm going to use, I'm going to use swimming as another example. You see this Olympic swimmer, right? Let's, okay. 
let's think of Summer Macintosh. If you don't know Summer Macintosh, she, she is literally younger than me and has broken multiple records. Um, and it's absolutely bonkers. As a young swimmer, as anyone really, you can look at her and it's really easy to just go, wow, she's an incredible swimmer. She's just like that. She's just good. She's just superior, which is true. But in terms of comparison, I mean, think of all of the hard work and everything she had to put into to get to that point, right? Even if there is an aspect of this where she's just naturally an incredible swimmer, maybe she has those genetics, maybe it runs in her family. I have not done the research to know this. I do know that like her coach passed away and she's dealt with some really challenging things in her life. And she kind of took that in and pushed herself up and look where she is now, right? So being able to appreciate the journey that someone else has gone through to get to where they are, it kind of makes makes the situation, makes their successes feel a lot more realistic because it's it's uncommon for people to be able to get to the top with just you know, being born with natural talent in, you know, whatever it is you're comparing, right? So it's it's really important and really crucial to be able to just like dig into that. So what I tend to do when I start to compare myself with other people is, well, what do their lives really look like? There is someone in my life who is incredibly intelligent. Um, they're in one of my classes and they just do so well. Um, just a great student. And I'm like, wow, I wish I could be this intelligent. I wish I could pick things up as fast as they could. And I wish I did like as well as they did in school. And then I had to like sit back and think about it. And I realized that this person does not do much other than just hardcore study. And, you know, they go to bed at like 8 p.m. They wake up early. Late. It's like that works for them. But if I were to live that life, I know I would be super unhappy. I need to have you know, I need to have time set aside to spend with my friends. I need to have time set aside to spend on self-care and, and my hobbies and my passions. And I wouldn't be able to live that kind of life. So it's important to kind of consider others pe other people's lives and such. So in that same, in that same vein, once again, everything's connected here. My summarized tips slash what has helped me with social comparison, um, just because I've already touched on it, I'm going to jump towards this is to be compassionate towards yourself and others and consider the environment and the contributors that's kind of exactly what i mentioned secondly is to define your idea of success it's really easy to go on and compare yourself to other people in the field of countless different things right but if you are someone who is maybe passionate about pursuing the arts why should you be comparing like your athletic abilities to an athlete pretty extreme example yes but i've also definitely found myself doing that at certain points um for me it's always been like seeing other people lift these crazy weights at like 16 i'm currently 16 um and i'm just like geez like why can't i do that and then i remember i don't lift nearly as frequently as these people and I'm not trying to be a power lifter, so why does that apply to me? Um, so I guess there's a personal example there. Third is to just define love and who you are. Seriously, I was talking to my mom about this earlier. I'm like, 
Mom, I'm recording an episode later on, like, social comparison. Do you have anything to, like, add? She basically covered all the same things. And one thing she said is when you start to notice yourself comparing yourself to other people and it starts to really hurt and it starts to really suck, it means you don't, you're not really happy with who you are or you haven't found the love in who you are just yet. So this is something I could talk about forever. And I have covered this topic very lightly in other episodes. But truly, if you're unhappy and not at peace with yourself, it's really it's really challenging to move ahead and find joy in, in anything in life, really. And comparison is is much worse when you're feeling insecure with yourself. So that's something to work on if you're finding you struggle a lot with comparison is to just step back and maybe look inwards and maybe work on yourself a little bit. There's no shame in doing that. In fact, it's very admirable for those people who can step back and take time to work on their person. So number four here is to focus on your progress slash journey and cheer for the people who are also on theirs because going back to what I said for my second tip is you have your idea of success other people have different ideas of success and we're all just trying to become the best versions of ourselves that we can and progress is not linear progress fluctuates and life is just a big fat book of ups and downs and swerves and turns and unexpected drops. It happens, right? So it's really important to just focus on yourself because you have so many different factors contributing to your journey and others have so many, so many factors contributing to theirs. So you, they're, they're, you just cannot, you cannot compare your progress to someone else's because everyone is just so different. And lastly is to be patient. As I mentioned, progress and your journey to success and becoming the best version of yourself ever is not linear and it changes constantly. So you just need to stay consistent. You need to make sure you are in the best headspace you can possibly be in. If you're not, make that a priority because that's the only way you're really going to get to where you want to be. And I mean, comparison that is something that just becomes easier when you start to have these ideas click at least that's what I found for myself so this was a pretty straightforward episode again comparison is something we know we shouldn't do but once you start considering everything else going on in your life that could be holding you back and once you start considering what other people had to go through to get to where they are once you just start having a little bit of compassion once you're patient with yourself and once you start to be comfortable with yourself comparison becomes a lot less of a negative thing so i hope today was a fun little journey through I mean, my experiences with comparison, but also I hope it helped with how you choose to approach comparison in the future. It is hard to catch in the moment. You just kind of have to get used to it 
and eventually you'll adopt it into your day-to-day life and that is always the goal because i want you guys to be happy all the time but anyway that's going to be all for today's episode um i hope you guys have a fun little couple weeks planned ahead of you i've got to say mine's gonna be pretty busy I'm thinking that the next episode is probably going to be super rambly. It might even just be like a story time um, because I've been wanting to do those and clearly I have a lot to say about my past all the time. So (laughs) that might be fun and not too hard to organize. But as for me, again, I'm going to be going to my brother's wedding. School is going to be an absolute hurricane, but we'll figure it out. But yeah, I'm going to go do a socials project on the corruption in the Dominican Republic and Venezuela. So (laughs) I hope you guys have a lovely rest of your day. Please take care of yourselves. Please know that you are so valuable and you have your own story and you should not compare yourself to other people who have entirely different stories. Easier said than done, but important to keep in mind. Take care and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye now.